Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And welcome to all of the listeners from all over the planet that do actually listen into this show. And please know that you can... Save this show as a favorite in Blog Talk Radio so that you're always getting updates about the shows. And also, too, if you are a subscriber or you haven't yet subscribed to New Life Newsletter or Empowered Love and Life Newsletter, which is on my website, www.melanietoniaevans.com, you're always going to be getting updates about the upcoming radio shows and previous shows and you can always listen to them in archives. You don't have to listen to the shows live, which is a great resource. So today's show is a narcissistic central show, and it's an important show, which all of them are, and this show is about committing to ourselves. Now, I'm going to be doing this show with Nancy, and Nancy hasn't been on for some months. She's been traveling and doing some other things, so it's lovely to get a call from Nancy yesterday, and she was like, Mel, can we do a show together? And that's what this show is about today. So welcome, Nancy. Thank you for coming back on. It's lovely to have you back. No, it's actually really good to be back. Good to be back. So hi, Melanie and all the listeners. Um, yeah, people have probably seen me pop on onto the Facebook page a couple of times recently so because um, I've been doing lots of other stuff and yeah so I thought I'd just check back in and see how everybody's going and um, and I quite miss doing the shows actually so it's, it's quite good for me so it's good yeah, to be back yeah we've missed you too we've missed you too <laughs> it's great that you're back for this show so this is awesome so today's show is about committing to ourselves and this show Nancy and I are a little bit passionate about this show and it's and this show is not going to be about the narcissist. It's going to be about you and your recovery from narcissistic abuse. So in this show, we're going to explain the difference between support and recovery and enabling the problem or creating real solutions. So during this show, you will discover what the reoccurring and torturous pain of narcissistic abuse is really about and how our peptide addiction and trying to access support to get relief is not the answer. Most people believe it is, but it is not the answer. So in this show, we're going to learn about what does committing to ourselves and recovering really mean and what does it entail. 
So that's what this show is going to be about. So, you know, Nancy, I think the uh, the impetus for this show, and it was it was what you suggested when you rang yesterday, because the thing is, with a lot of my shows, often I just think them up the, the, the morning before I do them because my life is so busy with this mission, that's just usually what happens. And, and it was really great that you brought that up because this has really come from a recent group of discussions that have been on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Central Facebook page and really um, one of the comments that you made was that, you know, you've popped in and out because you have been busy and it, and it is a little bit upsetting when we see that some, some people are still stuck in where they were even though they've been months and months involved in the recovery group. And we really, I, I believe that both of us really wanted to in this show really focus into dissecting this and really getting very, very clear about the recovery message and what it entails. Oh, most certainly. Um, I think because after being narc abused, and I mean, as we all have, I think we have we have create misconceptions about you know what it is to get rid of what we need to do to get rid of pain, and um, when you're watching these people, basically they're just still going through this same stuff over and over, and you're going, my God, I, I don't know seriously how some of them bear it. They must be a stronger person than me because I know that when I was in that pain, I had to do something to get out of it. I was never going to survive it. So. Um, when you see it, you just go, God, get on your feet and just do something, you know, just step forward. We're trying to show you how to do it. But um, mm. when it comes to, as we know, when, we, when we're um, first love-bombed by a narcissist, we go to seventh heaven. Well, actually, we skip it. We go to about 27th heaven. The people in seventh heaven actually don't even know what love is all about. We are in a bit. We are so addicted. So when that's taken away... Obviously, we crash. But what we're doing when we're going back looking for those support groups and for people to, you know, sort of give us some relief. Please tell us, I'm a good, tell me I'm a good person. Tell me you're sorry for me. We're looking for the same stuff. We're still addicted to validation from outside ourselves. Um, yes. That makes sense. Good point. Great point. Mm. So. Great point. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the the pain initially. You're so right. You know, we're on that high when we're involved with the narcissist, when we meet the narcissist. And it really is like, oh, my God, my life has finally fallen into place. Here is my dream partner. Here is everything that I've wanted. And here it is. It's been delivered, you know. And And there's nothing quite like it in this world. Yeah. No, no, there's not. It's the ultimate high. It's the ultimate chemical buzz, it's it's all of that. And then it all starts falling apart. And when it starts falling apart, that we thought we'd signed up for the perfect love deal. We really did. And then what we're confronted with is the false love, broken promises, the lies, the betrayals, the malicious attacks, the adulteries, so on and so forth. And it hurts. Of course it hurts. It's, it's the most horrific... Uh, betrayal of love or what we thought that love was that we could ever imagine and initially what we're believing is is that all of this pain is to do with what he or she has done to me 
and we haven't gone deeper into responsibility at that point. And what we're trying to do is we think that support groups, and I really need to stress this, you know, this, this group that is the narcissistic abuse recovery group, it's a recovery group. It's not a support group. And the difference between support and recovery is support without true recovery solutions is enabling. Because what that means is, is that we can keep our focus outside of ourselves, we can keep discussing the pain, the horrendous things that have happened to us, and all we are doing is rehashing and reliving our victimhood. We're not actually shifting. And shifting is the big deal. Now what happens is, and, and most people know this, who have been narcissistically abused or they've done the research, that in a contemporary situation with contemporary therapy where you are actually just doing support without true recovery work is that people can be stuck in the pain and the trauma of narcissistic abuse for years, decades or their entire life. And most contemporary therapies will say that once you have been maliciously abused by a pathological individual that you are looking at a massive, 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 massive road of recovery. Now, it's a shame that they actually use the word recovery because there's actually not the true recovery solutions even going on in that model. And this is a huge problem. And, and I guess what can get a little bit frustrating, uh, you know, even though it's, it's all about, you know, for me personally and also for you, Nancy, you know, we do honour everybody's journey and we try not to get too attached to it. But I know that we both came from a similar situation where we were in so much pain and so hooked. Both of us were so enmeshed with property and all sorts of things in our life that were really, really literally being destroyed. You could say that's true, Nancy. Yes, yeah, definitely, most you definitely. Had, yeah, you had that as well. So, you know, for us it was, you know, it, it was, oh gosh, it was so about love, betrayal and a broken heart. And it was so many aspects of our life that were hooked up and damaged in the narcissistic abuse that we suffered. And when we were still hooked, now I know for me and I know for you, Nancy, really it was a make or break deal. We'd, we'd hit a point in our lives that we were just, we could not live with the pain. I know personally it was going to kill me and I was on the razor edge of that, you know, before yeah, I took and, responsibility. And most definitely. but um, And that's it. And I think... I'm not sure, but I think you've got to. Sometimes you do need to get to that point before you understand that um, yeah. that nobody's going to save you except yourself. And, yeah, um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, absolutely. It is because I think everything else, you know, you get to that point where everything else is stripped. You're basically in the fetal position, <laughs> you know, sucking your thumb. There is yeah. there is nothing left. And yes, yeah, so and I, think I guess it's frustrating for us watching people having to get to that point. And That's then the right. problem is. is that some people get to that point and they do break. They don't actually yes. come back from that because they're leaving and, and, you know, and it's too late. And that's right. And you, and you can you can even watch it, you know, in people around you. And you know, you, you, a lot of people you can't get to because it is too late for them. They've, um, yes. you know, it's like it's like what they call a protos psychopath. They they basically end up crossing a line and you sort of go <coughs> and it's and it's really, really heartbreaking to watch it. 
But mm. what mm. what we've got to be serious about this sort of stuff is it is a make or break deal. A lot of people don't get out alive, you know, and that's the point. Is it does mm. kill mm. people this level of abuse? So let's get serious about doing something about it rather than enabling people mm. to stay there. And that's what you know. And I suppose that's what this show is really all about. And I think you know that's why I do come back on because like like yourself, Mel, we're still very passionate because we've been there. We know how horrendous it is. We know mm, that you absolutely. know you may not make it out. That 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 we still stand here on the sidelines and go, come on, come through. So, yeah, yes. and that's why I yes. Here's the door, walk through it. Exactly, yep. it is. Here's the door, walk through it. Because, I mean, I now absolutely have had the humble privilege of seeing thousands of recoveries. That's the work I do. That's the work I facilitate. And without exception, everybody that takes responsibility, that walks through that door, experiences recovery. And I'm talking about true recovery. I'm not just talking about managing the symptoms so that you can just simply exist in life in pain but function. Now, to me, that's not living. That is not living. And on the contemporary level, no way. Most people on the contemporary level that are narcissistic abuse survivors, and I've got to tell you, I strongly detest the word surviving. Because we are not here to just survive, we're here to thrive. And that's the difference. So if we're just survivors, we're still going to be carrying the pain, the fear, the suspicion, the distrust, and our chances of having a fabulous, expansive, creative, true life are incredibly minimalized. Now if that's the best you're looking at and that's the best that you want for yourself, well then, absolutely, support groups are for you. You can go to a support group week after week and you can talk about your pain and you can be validated and you can be told you're a good person and it should never have happened to you and you can continue doing that indefinitely for the rest of your life but every time after you've walked away from that support group and had that level of validation and outside approval, the pain's going to continue. You're going to go home you're still going to have the fear, the suspicion, the distrust of life. You're still not going to trust yourself and you're still going to run into problematic relationships because the real inner work has not been done. And the most important thing on a day-to-day level is you are still going to be in pain. You know, when we're not clear in life and we're not in our power and we don't trust ourselves and we don't know that we're actually creators and we can choose our realities and leave alone and create what we do want and leave alone what we don't want, until we hit that level of self-empowerment, we're always living in pain. We're always behind the eight ball. We're always trying to fix and sort things outside of ourselves and be what everybody else would want us to be in order to be loved and accepted because we've never learned how to love and accept and be a creator in our own right. And that's a painful life. And I know because I used to live that life way before the narcissist even came into my experience. That was the life I used to live every single day of my life, which means that I was an over-functioning codependent, always in damage control in order to try and feel okay. And I was always susceptible to being abused, not standing up for myself, not trusting myself, not making great decisions and just trying to create with the 
to deal with the fallout of that in my life constantly, which was constant pain and anxiety because I'd never committed to myself, which is what this show is all about, never committed to myself. Now, the thing is, you know, there's two types of people that are narcissistically abused. There's the people that realize and take responsibility that there is something within me that's unhealed that I haven't dealt with yet which has created this in my life. It allowed the narcissist, I chose him, I accepted the advances, I maintained the relationship, I hung on, I got damaged. What was it about me that allowed all of that to happen in my life? Now, what's really, really interesting in the group, and you could attest to this, Nancy, that there are some people that come in brand new, that hit that place immediately, they get on to the healing solutions, which is the NART recovery program. They start doing the work, and these people, in a matter of a week, are miles ahead of the people that have been there for months that haven't taken action and haven't taken that level of responsibility. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I used to see I very, very rare that you actually see it um, out on the forums. Um, yep. Because I spent some time when I first came out on the forums, I was actually trying to, you know, talk, you know, you're talking people through, and I would always try and get them to do your program or whatever because you sort of thought there's an easier way, you guys. It's like crawling up, you know, a slippery slope out of hell, and there's an easier way to get out of there. But there was one girl that came on, and we used to talk quite a bit, and um, her name was Ninja Girl, and she got it. As soon as you talk to her, she got stuff. And I think yes. as we... Uh, and she went through in about three months and she knew she had to get off the board. She couldn't stay there because they, they, everybody was pulling the back. And she was absolutely yeah. awesome yeah. that she took responsibility immediately. As soon as, as soon as you said something to her, she goes, yes, and she did it. But it's very, very yeah. rare that a person can do that on their own. Well, it's more and more now, you know, and the thing is with the code of conduct and, you know, that real intention for the group, that this is a recovery group, this is not a support group. This is about lining you up with true responsibility and recovery in the quickest, most powerful, most direct way possible because none of us want to stay in pain and the indefinite pain, you know, and if you're ready to do that. Now, for example... You know, one of the ladies, and I hope she's listening to the show. I know she listens to the show. Evie. Evie's a perfect example. Straight into the group. Straight into responsibility. I hadn't even been doing emails with Evie or one-on-one sessions. She'd seen it, read the stuff, resonated, got straight onto the program, bang. Within two weeks of being narcissistically abused for 30-plus years, is experiencing relief, empowerment, faith, and bliss in two weeks. Yep. And I think and a lot of that, that too is those, those sort of people too, suddenly suddenly they've got the answers in front of them. They go, right, now I understand what the hell has been running me over my whole life. <laughs> I think I was, yeah. I was very much like that too. That it was like, yeah, what can I do? Just show me what to do. And... And yeah, they do. They just yeah. they just run with it, and it's beautiful to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's possible. It's possible. And, you know, the thing is, and, and this is what the videos were all about, you know, the three videos that I've put out. So for anybody listening to the show that hasn't actually watched the videos, you can go onto YouTube and put in Melanie Tonya Evans, 
or um, the phenomena of narcissistic abuse and how to heal it. There's also the links on the welcome page on the blog. I really suggest you watch them because it's about taking the healing level to a deeper quantum physics level, which is where the real truth of our life plays out. And the reality is the pain that the narcissist has caused is very cellular, it's very emotional. We think it's all mental and it's, it's all logical. It so isn't. You know, you are literally in the pain in your body and anybody that's been narcissistically abused, you know that feeling like you are clogged up with black ink and it's like you've got it running through, you've got dread and fear and anxiety running through your veins. It is that severe. It's a horrible, horrible physiological peptide addiction that is through the roof. And it's the type of peptide addiction that a junkie suffers, that a heroin addict suffers because there is just so much damage done on an emotional level and so much addiction to the abuse, to the source of abuse, it's self-destruct mode. It's, it's just a horrible place to be in. And when we do the deeper, deeper healing on it, we realize that there is a process which is QSH, which is quantum freedom healing, where you can actually not just release the pain and the fear and the dread and everything that goes with that, you actually start to heal your unhealed programs that made you susceptible to all of that and keep you hooked up in all of that. And that's what the true relief of pain is all about because it's a little bit like we know if we've got something wrong with us and we go to a doctor and a lot of people with cancer suffer this. If you actually just treat the symptom, if you treat the tumour, but you don't treat the cause of it, it's going to come back. And that's why a lot of people don't survive secondary and thirdary cancers because if you don't actually heal the emotional reasons, the inner identity reasons why the body manifests a cancer, you're not going to heal the cancer durably and authentically. Narcissistic abuse is the same. It happened to us for a reason. And the reason is because we had unhealed parts in us that allowed us to be susceptible to this level of abuse. Now, when we actually release pain and we start healing those unhealed parts, we heal ourselves where we are no longer a match for narcissistic abuse. We've gone up to a higher vibration where that stuff is not our reality ever again. And that's what we're meant to do with this. We're not just meant to survive it. And in fact, we can't just survive it. Because if we don't heal those unhealed parts, there's two options in life. You keep re-manifesting narcissistic abuse experiences or you completely go into agoraphobia and keep yourself locked away from the world so that you won't have to. Now, neither of those results and outcomes are idyllic. They're not what we're meant to be doing with this. And, uh, you know, that that's the big, big deal and that's the difference between you know, recovery and support. Support is simply, I'm going to offload enough of my pain regularly enough, but it never actually goes. I just get relief at that time temporarily to be able to function in life. But I'm going to stay a victim, I'm going to stay in pain, and I'm just going to be able to manage my life. You know. Yeah. And, and, and to follow on with not that, what it's about. I mean, pain, pain, what is it? It's, 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 telling you that you have a wound that needs healing. Now, if yeah. we always focus on what the narcissist did, we will, we will just keep those wounds open. But 
really, yes. our wounds existed before the narcissist because that's how they got their way in. That's how we were vulnerable. So what we need to do is go back and find what caused those wounds in the first place and why are they there and why have we built up false beliefs around them just to protect ourselves or whatever the case may be. It's like if yes. you've got a cut on your arm and you don't do anything about it and you let it get infected, it's going to hurt more and more and more, eventually till your arm falls off. So yes. what do we do? We go and go, right, okay, that looks a bit infected. I'm going to have to clean it up. It's going to hurt a bit to clean it up. And then I'm going to have to put some yes. disinfectant on it and then we'll heal it. Yes. So, yes. so that's what the pain was telling us. It needs to be healed. Now, when we go to look for somebody else to validate our pain all the time, say, I'm a good person, I'm a good person, I'm a good person, it's like saying, look, I've got a cut on my arm. Can you put some disinfectant on your arm so that mine will heal? It's not going yeah. to work. And that's, yeah, that's the way right. I see it. So, you know, mm. nobody else can do that for you. You have to do it for yourself. But there is a way right. that, you, that makes it easy. That's so, that that is exactly exactly it and uh and that is a little you know that can be frustrating is when you know the way you see the consistent results and you see you know it's like a lady in the group and, and i won't mention her because i don't know whether she'll be comfortable with it but she probably will be but uh her and i've been having discussions by email for and she contacted me and and it was all about, you know, the narcissistic abuse recovery program and she wanted to commit to it. And then when she first did, she said, well, what's happened now is now that I'm embracing my feelings, I've become a really angry, upset, distressed person. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, of course you have because you've been narcissistically abused and of course you've got those feelings. But what has been happening is you've been detaching from them, you haven't wanted to embrace them, which means you can't actually heal them, and you've been trying to ignore them and get on with your life. Now, this woman has been seven years in emotional agony trying to detach from her emotions and just get on with her life. And then when I said to her, hang on, you've got to turn around, you've got to face this beast. You've got to pick it up, hug it, embrace it without judgment, and then use the QSH, the quantum freedom healing technique to release and transform that pain, then you're going to bust through to the other side. And she was like, well, I don't want to do this. And I said, well, fine, don't. Keep hanging on to the pain, keep ignoring it, keep trying to get on with your life and tell me how that works for you. And she's like, no, 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 I know it doesn't work for me. And I said, all right, well, then face it, face it. You have got to do it. This beast, this pain is going to keep chasing you until you turn around and embrace it and transform it. And she went, yes, ma'am, I get it. So anyway, that was the last I'd heard from her. Now, there was a post on there today, which was this blissy post of, oh, my God, this works, this works, this works, this works. I have oh, felt the first level of relief in seven years of my life. And I'm not even thinking about him. And what I've discovered is that when I diligently did the work on transforming and shifting this pain, he didn't even matter. And I just yep. went, wow. That actually so doesn't surprise me because I see people doing this every single day. And that's what's frustrating for me, sitting here watching people with pain Right, and they're getting the symptom of the pain. So they're like, well, he did this and she did that and oh my God, this hurts and blah, 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 blah. 
And just like I used to and just like you used to, Nancy, and they're banging on about it and talking about it and sharing it and wanting validation from outside themselves, from other people, but they're not embracing it, feeling it, transforming it, shifting it. They're never being released from it. And it's just like, I just want to pick you up, turn you around to embrace your pain and transform it. Because I know this bout you're having right here, right now, you're going to get a bit of momentary relief. You're going to walk away still trying to detach and ignore your pain until it hits boiling point and then you have to actually release some of it to other people just to function. But you're going to walk away, get a bit of, your bit of relief, go back to wherever you are and it's just going to build up again because you never embraced it, transformed it. You never released it and you never released your unhealed programs that were sitting with it that keep manufacturing it, which is what QFH does. So... I watch this cycle on and on and on and on and on with certain people for months and months and months and months and months and you know what, where they are five months down the track, they are banging on about the same stuff they banged on about five months ago because they never did that. And here's this girl in one (coughs) evening session with her biggest stuff that has been throttling her for seven years in a two-hour period went to it, embraced it, transformed it, released it and went, oh my God. God, this feeling is worth bottling. She feels it is, a lot. And it she is. Feels and once, she feels free. Once, that's it. Once you step through, you go, oh, my God, it wasn't even that hard. It, you know, no. sort of, I, no, I mean, okay. because, <clears throat> because of the level of pain you're in, you think that, uh, I think we believe that we get, we're going to have to go through something horrendous to get through to the other side. And it, it is not. That's the thing, you, you know, once you actually start start doing the work and you do step through and look, the narcissist just falls away. It's, he, whoever that person Absolutely. was that did have you just, they become irrelevant in your life. They're just totally. dropped off and you sort of go, yeah. And mm. and that's where you've detached and you step, you step, basically you step back out into the light and life is beautiful again. It really is, and absolutely. that is absolutely. what is waiting for you if you do the work. Oh, absolutely, and, and I remember, you know, when I first started getting onto the inner shift stuff, and I just went, oh my God, what was I scared about, you know, to actually go to the pain and embrace it without That's judgment right. actually doesn't even hurt. It's like, it's almost actually. like relief. No, it it's like relief. Okay, I'm feeling this pain that I'm actually feeling every day of my life and, I'm, and, and by detaching from it, that's what's hurting me. That's what's hurting me. But when I turn around and I pick up my wounded little inner child and her hurt and I hold her and say, okay, I'm going to feel this fully for a couple of minutes and then I'm going to do the QFH shift on it, which releases it out of my body anyway, what was hard about that? It's nuts how easy it is when you accept the process and get your mind right. It is nuts. And, you know, and that's why, and it was really interesting and it was really good for me on the other side because sometimes I forget because I'm so many years out the other side now and it doesn't mean I don't get pain and I don't do QFH. I do. But I remember back then about being so scared about embracing my pain. I thought a couple of things. I thought... If I embrace my pain, it's going to make me weak and vulnerable and life's going to destroy me. And I thought that the pain is going to be so bad that I'm going to self-combust. Oh, it's going to kill me. I'm going to end up yep, in a mental yep, asylum. Yep. Yeah, I remember that you as know. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 
and then and that's where you get trapped into I, just mm. looking for any little bit of relief you can find. It's just like, please, someone take this off me. You know that it's sort of <coughs> that's why we always go in the wrong direction and getting rid of it. That's right, and then we look to the outside and we don't go inside. Yeah. And we look for that quick hit relief on the outside. And of course, you know, that could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be TV. It could be keeping busy with friends. It could be trying to find another partner to feel that pain that the narcissist caused. It's all of those sorts of things. And those things, it, it could be going to support groups and talking about what hurt me or going to a psychologist and telling them the same story about what hurts you day after day after week after week. That those things are not recovery. They're not recovery. Shifting and transforming and them in a level when, is true recovery. That's right. And um, when when you know you you're chasing after someone else to take your pain away, all you're doing is running away from your own self the whole time. So. That's right. How is how is how is yourself ever going to get healed if you're running away from yourself? It's you know, yeah, no, it can't. And I mean, even for me, I think it was about a year before I, I found you. Well, might have been six months or something. And um, I actually had basically, you know, one of those episodes where you're basically breaking down, you really can't take anymore. And I spent three days on the lounge room floor, um, you know, basically in the fetal position, didn't move, didn't eat, cried a lot, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. After the three yeah. days, I think I was basically exhausted. So um, I tried to meditate just to just to bring a little bit of I don't know peace or whatever into in, into my world. And it was it was the most it was a really fascinating experience because I actually because I was exhausted, I think I managed to um, get to a stage where I could quiet my mind. And um, yeah. During the meditation, it was, it was quite funny because I looked up and I was sitting there in front of me. And it was... Wow. Like, it was... Um, but it wasn't like the mess I was, it was the real me. And it was, it, it was a yeah, woman there and she was yeah. whole, whole and complete and everything else. And I had a conversation with her. And... Um, wow. Isn't it amazing <laughs> how sometimes you've got to be so smashed out of your head to get clarity? Because I had I know, the same breakthrough experience. This, this yes. was the only way that I could reach me anymore, and um, yes. I was just so separated from myself. I, had I know quite a exactly what you, know? you mean. Sometimes you've got to be yeah. completely out of your mind to get clarity, because our mind is not clarity. That's right, so and um, and that's where where I actually understood that whatever I had to do, I was the answer to it. I wasn't going to find it anywhere else. I didn't know how to go about it. I went looking for help to do that, and obviously I eventually found you. But I was—I knew that the answer was within me. And um, and that gives me yeah, goosebumps because mm, what is the truth? Yeah, it's so. Mm. And and you know, like this show is called committing to ourselves, and there's such an interesting thing about this. You know, I have, I have, I mean, I get hundreds of emails every day, okay? I, I've been in this narcissistic abuse recovery game for a few years now at a deep, intimate level with myself and with other people. 
The one thing that I found, I've found a few things that are consistent, but these ones are standout. That every single person without exception that was narcissistically abused never committed to their inner self properly before being narcissistically abused. Because people that are narcissistically abused are good people. We're over-functioning uh, people that are codependents who are empaths, who are nice people. Now, what's happened is, is we've put our focus on everybody else. We never were selfish enough, in inverted commas, to actually dedicate to ourselves, to our inner self, to our soul, to our spirit, to our truth. It was always about doing that with everything else around us and not ourselves. Now, the really interesting thing about narcissists is they always, and they're a magnified experience of reflecting back to us our unhealed past. Narcissists do an amazing job of that. They're very helpful for that. They will show up your unhealed part within you in magnified technicolor in a way that bashes you over the head with it and you can't actually miss it because the pain's so horrendous. Now, we got partners that did not commit to us. They were people that were not authentic, they weren't real, they didn't really love us, and they certainly did not uphold commitment, support, love, authenticity to us. We weren't doing that to ourselves. We were not doing that to ourselves. Now, life can only ever deliver us, as per quantum physics, law of attraction, the ultimate note vibrational reality of this physical reality, life can only ever grant us what we are being to ourselves. And this is the whole deal with narcissistic abuse. Recovery, true recovery, is you have got to commit to yourself fully, completely, and solely. You have got to put yourself first and you've got to put your spirit, your soul, your truth, you have to heal that because everything in your life comes from that inner place. As Nancy said, your answers are not outside of you. You are the solution to yourself. So really, what you need is the process to be able to do that inner committed work to yourself. And the great thing is, you know, because of my journey, and it was actually what I posted today, you know, back in the time when I was life and death, and I don't like pain, I'm a bit of a sook, okay? I do not like emotional pain, it's horrible. You know, and, and I had levels of emotional pain, which are narcissistic abuse, which was unlivable. And it cracked me, it broke me, I had a complete psychotic breakdown. I was no good with it. And to me, it was either roll over and die, and I was so close to that, or I've got to get out of this pain. And as I said on this post, I would have. I mean, I spent thousands of dollars on credit. I went nuts trying to find the answers. I even studied modalities to try and be able to do the work on myself that nobody else could do. I tried everything and anything. I didn't want the contemporary solution of staying stuck in my pain for years or decades. I've done all the research. I knew the deal that I may just survive enough to function. That wasn't going to cut it for me because I don't like pain. You know, so I'm like, no, there has got to be a way to break through. And I would have. I would have climbed 20 mountains. I would have shoved through 30 walls. I would have crawled across paddocks of broken glass to get the solution. And in reality, I did. 
that's exactly how tough my journey was to try and find the answers. And the awesome thing about it was because I wanted those answers so much and I was so committed to getting them, I found them. I found them. They came to me. I developed it. I created it. I've done it. And I say that very humbly. And I don't... Oh, I, that I don't know. You shouldn't be humble about it. <laughs> because I remember <laughs> at my moment, my moment was right, you know, and I was sort of... I went through the whole bit like, okay, so finally accepting that narcissism is real and they are, there are plenty of them out there. Then, then, I, then I went through the whole process. Right, this doesn't make sense. There must be a lot more of them around than we think because why do I get, keep getting run over by them? I mean, everybody yeah. can't be a narcissist, surely, but, but you know, I've, I've, I've managed to line up quite a, quite a collection. Quite a collection. So why <laughs> is this happening to me? So there was that, and yeah. I thought, right, okay, if, if, if this must be much, much more common than I think, and this keeps happening to the same people, there must be somebody out there who knows how to fix this. There's got to be. <laughs> so I thought, right, it may be Wits Doctor and Timbuktu. I don't care where they are, I'm going to find that person. I don't, don't care if they had to cast spells on me. Just tell me how to get out yeah. of this. And yeah. yeah, I found you that day. Wow. And, uh, yeah. yeah, isn't it amazing? Mm. But when you mm. have an intention, your soul delivers. I love that. I, and, and that was what my <laughs> journey was like too. It was piece by piece by piece. And then, you know, when I was in Kosamui and I had that amazing experience and it all just dropped into place. And it was like, but everything had been building up to that, you know, it, because I was the same. I went, I, I'm not going to accept that my life and my emotional self and my relationship potential is going to be diminished for decades. I'm not going to accept that. And I don't want to be living in fear and pain because I also knew, I knew enough about quantum physics that if I was going to live in fear and pain, I was only going to keep attracting and reliving the fear and pain. So I'm like, well, that's a sucky deal. That's not going to work for me. That's right. And I, and that's that right. What, it's, it's, yeah. Hmm. And that's always the thing too because that's what I always thought. The, there's, a, there's always a solution to everything, you know, and I, I suppose it's one of those things that kept me well, in a relationship for too long because I think I, I, I can actually fix everything. But, um, yeah, I yeah. had to turn it back to me instead of trying that. But that's what I thought. No, there's yeah. got to be, gotta be, gotta be a way through this. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 and 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 that's the thing, you know. That's the thing that does frustrate me now, is because I know the way, and it's been proven time and time again how effective and how powerful it is. And I know back then when I was trying to crawl over those walls and those broken glasses and doing, you know, the the thousands of dollars a month and the hard slog and all this and all that, you know, if somebody had said to me look over here, here's the solution, oh, my God, I would have run through 30 people to get to it, especially well, when I realised. Well, do, do you remember our first, first phone conversation? Yes, I do, actually. Vividly. <laughs> Vividly, strangely enough, I do. Yeah, I do, it wasn't so. stand out. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
so you know and this is this is what we've been posting up on the page and because and it is because we've passionately been through it and we've seen it and we've done it the hard way you know and there was times I would have rather been dead than the way I felt it's just oh, horrific. exactly and that's that's where you, where you finally understand you know that the, the, the people that do get pushed over the edge how they get there and you you oh, yeah. me and go and, you know oh, yeah. and it's yeah and um yeah, that sort of that sort of pain is 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 not something that you want to stay in, really, because it is going to eventually well, you can kill you. Again. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's the thing. Degeneratively, you know, with that level of peptide addiction, which is victimised, pain-driven fear, you know, what's happening is your cells are multiplying. They've got twice the docking points of those receptors to receive that particular peptide, and nasty peptides that are emotional pain breaks down your cells. They are actually minimalised in their ability to receive oxygen and nutri- nutrients. So you're dying. I mean, we're all dying. You, you are. That. You are basically but, dying. But, yeah, no. And yeah. Like, like psychosomatic conditions, you see so many victims that have them. You know, like, like oh, you start... Totally. You know, you, you either got... What, what is it? Hyperthyroid or hypothyroid? Yeah. Improving your... All those sorts of stuff start happening. Um, eventually, you end up down. with cancer. Everything breaks down. I, I got to the stage yeah, I was having. Functions. That's it. Um, yeah, your immune system, autoimmune system, just starts to collapse. You start getting sick all the time, and it's yeah, yeah, it's a death yeah. sentence. So yeah, I mean, I got to the stage well, you, where I was shaking all the time. I had pins and needles, muscle oh, spasms. Absolutely. A permanent tick in my right eyelid, um, and and actually, it even gets to a stage where your eye, your face is puffy all the time. Um, your eyes start to bulge. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's actually yes, I actually quite know a, a bit from that permanently. Mm. Sorry. I actually know a victim, and it's a hypothyroid condition, and she yes, is permanently yes. has bulging eyes from narcissistic yes. abuse. Absolutely. But once you heal a lot of that pain, all this stuff starts to reverse. And totally, it really does. Totally. And that's why totally. you see My a lot of... Lot... Yep. Sorry, keep going. Yeah, yeah. My adrenal system was so shot to pieces that I was actually told that I was on the razor edge of a stroke or a heart attack because yep. it was absolutely in critical it was way over critical you know and and I mean that was all obviously post-traumatic stress complicated traumatic stress disorder that was absolutely through the roof and the interesting yep. thing was ever since being a little child which was an incident that happened to me at a very young age or for as long as I can remember anyway I'd always had PTSD like at varying yep. degrees and then obviously mm-hmm. the narcissist experience ramped it up to this horrific level and since doing the recovery and the shift, I am completely PTSD free. Like it's the yep. only time in my life I've ever been free and safe in life without looking over my shoulder or having trained or thinking, oh my God, what could happen to me? My yep. recovery since narcissistic abuse put me a hundred times in a better position than I've ever been in my whole life. You know. And do you know, notice that it, something common with people that heal is the first thing they start to get told is they look younger. Because yes. all, all, yes. of this, all of 
It does. It actually happens because all, 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 this, all this stuff, that it's actually been ageing you as well. But if you can reverse oh, yeah. it, yeah. And plus, plus oh, if you yeah. smile again, it's probably the best facelift you can give yourself. <laughs> oh, totally. And it was funny since my videos came out. You know, some of the posts were, oh, my God, you don't even look like you were ever narcissistically abused. And I was like, yeah, oh, that's my right. God, if you could have seen what I looked like at 38 yeah. years of age, you would have died. Yep. That's you know, exactly right. When I was a absolutely, you would have died because the two people, it's a shame I never took photos back then because yep. you just, I was nearly not recognisable, you know, to today. Mm. So, yep. so to reiterate, you know, what we're talking about here is there is a massive difference between support and recovery. There's an absolutely massive difference on whether being just supported and not actually embracing and transforming your deep inner self is just enabling you to get enough relief but never do the healing. Okay, this is why I don't like support groups. This is why I do not like support groups. Okay, this is why I created a recovery group because this recovery group is about supporting your recovery. It's about getting you up and out so that you don't need the group. The highest compliment to recovery is that you don't have to come back. That's it. Okay? And that's what that's I want to facilitate. People that do not have to come back so that you are set off on an incredible life in your power. And you can have this after narcissistic abuse. And when you watch the videos and you understand about peptide addiction and your inner identity and what's going on, you've got one choice here. Now, you can do it later down the track. <clears throat> Definitely you can do it later down the track. You can off put it and go, I'm not ready for that now. Okay, and that's your peptide addiction saying, I'm loving getting the hit of these victim peptides and I want to keep stuck and I want to keep the pain going. Okay, and you can do that. Now, you might do that for two months, five years, 10 years, 20 years, and then when you finally, finally, and hopefully you don't do it from a point where I was, 38 kilos, suicidal, and completely about to be committed and could not even function with, I couldn't even boil water. Hopefully you don't leave it to that point. But the thing is, when you do decide to do it, whether by complete necessity, live or die, or because you've had enough, when you do start doing it, you're going to turn around and you're going to say to yourself, why didn't I do this 10 years, 20 years, 5 months ago, 3 weeks ago? Why didn't I? Because I am starting to get immediate relief, I'm busting through, I'm feeling the best I've ever felt and it is just all so clear to me now. Why did I wait? Why did I wait unnecessarily? And this is what frustrates me. And look, I know, I know I needed to go to that level before I made that choice but you can bet as sure as eggs that as soon as I started doing it, I looked back on actually 20 years of my life before taking responsibility and committing to myself and I thought I had, you know, I read books and I understood it all conceptually. I never did the deeper inner work. I had no idea I needed to, quite frankly, but I had not committed to myself. And when I look back at all of those years and decades that were meant to be in pain, but I thought, why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I? Because I didn't. That's the short answer. But I could have. And that's the point. You people out there now that are wanting to recover from narcissistic abuse, you have the solution. 
And Nancy even put up a post about this today, you know, which was the solution that is created that is offered. And, you know, Nancy was quite passionate about that and I'll let her expand on it. Hmm. And that's the thing, I mean, you know, and I, I guess um, I, it's, I don't know, sort of, I can't find the words to explain it because it kind of blows my mind that people keep skipping over that stuff. Because, look, it's here, I know you offer it, I know you give a money-back guarantee to do the, do the program. And people, no one doesn't pay me to do this stuff. I do it because I'm passionate about it, and that's all. I come on there, and I want to see this stuff working for people because I know the solution is there, and I know there's an easy way through your pain. Get on the program, do it, because life and everything is waiting for you if you do it. Um... I know, yeah. even you come on there quite often, and you say, look, you know, take the program. If you don't want to commit to it, you don't have to end up paying for it, but you can keep the stuff. I mean, how generous is that? And yet yeah. and yet, people still sort of seem to, I don't know, skip around us, avoid it, still stuck in that pain. And one of the things about pain is it's, it's, um, it's the intensity of pain stops you from seeing... Beyond it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, true. And that's where you, where you can't find your wounds because you cannot see beyond your pain. And it, it's basically mm. a block. And this is what we're trying to tell you. Do this, and that's the fastest mm. way you're going to get through it. So I don't know. Mm. What else can I say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a very true point, you know, and, and I do remember that. And I know how true it is because I come up against it a lot with people. Is, you know, when you're in intense pain, you know, you, you, it's it's when you're least likely to pick up something that's going to relieve the pain because the pain is so all-encompassing. But the truth about pain is it actually doesn't get better until you do something. It's the same with weight loss. It's the same with everything in our life. Nothing improves until we take action. And then when we take action, we start seeing results. Now, the great thing about QFH for relief of narcissistic abuse, it's a lot quicker than losing weight. (laughs) You don't have to weigh in and lose half a pound a week. You're going to lose piles and kilos of pain immediately. That's what's so cool about it. But it's, and you know, it's like this lady that, you know, put up the conversation today where we've had these emails and I've just kept it straight down her barrel. You know, these are your choices. This is the deal. And she goes, all right, ma'am, I've got it. Two hours later, seven, I mean, she's got a lot more work to do and the 10 modules in the program are all about unhooking and releasing that pain, the hooks to the narcissist in your unhealed programs that are keeping them going. So there's a lot of work to do. I mean, she had quick release and there's quick buzz. But as I said to her, don't rest on your laurels. You know, you've been able to address and release some unhealed parts and pain, but there's a lot more to go for you to do the work properly. You've got to commit. You've got to do more. You know, but the great thing is, is once you start doing it, you start seeing results. You start seeing relief. You start... You know, in two hours you can come out of it feeling fantastic. And that's First it. And then seven it years. A, and that gets quite addictive too. It's like, oh, what's next? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> sort of like, what else totally. Can I get rid of? So, and that's that's when you just totally. start running with it. Yeah. yeah. Totally, totally. And I'm an incredible.
incredibly addictive personality, which is another big hook that hooks us to narcissists. If you've got an addictive personality and you're an over-functioning empath codependent, my God, you've got a sign on your head going, narcissist, come here. No, and I'm going to stay hooked to you to my death. And that's what I did. But it's great when you have got an addictive personality to actually funnel yourself into things that are going to be good for you. And that's when everything in your life shifts and everything in your life changes. But, you know, as Nancy was saying about the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, which is on my website and, you know, the links are there and the Facebook group, it's, it's on the blog, you can't miss it. You really can't miss it. And there's four options on it to actually get on it. And it's less than one counselling session that you will do in your entire life. And it's a lifetime of resources for you to become true self. No, it has got hours and hours and books and pages of everything you need and the instructions on how to do it. All you've got to do is follow the instructions. And you can get on it for no cost for a trial for 14 days. And I don't care. This is what people don't get. I don't care that if you email me after seven days, 14, before the 14 days, and you say, Melanie, I love your program, but I can't afford it. I have to cancel. And I go, great. I'm just glad you're doing it. The reality is with my life and with every mission I've ever done in my life, abundance has not been a problem for me. Anything I'm passionate about, I believe in, I do well at, and it abundantly looks after me in life. I don't care about the money. I really don't. What I care about, and I'm so passionate about this, is about getting people out of this epidemic of narcissistic abuse, and I'll do everything in my power to do it. That's why I created the program. Now, if you end up not buying it, I don't care. I really don't care. Obviously, if you've got the resources and the wherefore to do it, fantastic. But if you don't, you don't. And I would rather, and I've said this to everybody on the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Central page, there is no excuse for you not doing this program. None. There is not, I'm giving you no excuse. Because you can get on this program, you can cancel it, keep everything, which is nearly $400 worth of resources for nothing, and I'm just happy that you've committed to yourself. Now, I don't know, I honestly don't know what else I can say to people. I really don't. And if it doesn't work for you, that, it doesn't work for you. Yeah. But just to add to that, now, I mean, in the past I've done this, and you know I have as well, and I know you have as well, but there's a, is actually paid for somebody else to do it. I say, because people come on, oh, I haven't got the money, I can't afford it, da 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 And you go, right, okay, i tell you what, I'll pay for it for you. But... Yeah, I know you've offered that. Seriously, when you do pay for somebody else to do it, they don't follow it through. Why? Is because yes. they haven't made the commitment to themselves. So you're yes. actually not yes. doing a service by giving it to somebody. Yes. So and, and that, amazing. That, that's what I've actually seen. So yeah, yeah. Oh, look, can I know anybody out there who's serious who commits going to pay? And it may be a person, you know, that really can't. And, you know, maybe you'll commit, maybe you won't. But I know I've mm. done my best in giving you the opportunity. And you're still going to have to work at it. You still have to download those links. You still have to save That's them. Right. You still have to organize them. You still have to read your instruction book. And you've still got to put in the effort. And you've still got to do the work. I can't do the work for you. I can only hand you the tools right. to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you do, you do. And if you don't, you don't. But if you're serious, you will. If you've had enough, you will. 
And if you want to experience the freedom of not just surviving, of thriving, if you want a great life, you will commit to yourself. Because what else are you going to do? There's nothing else to do. So I think that's the message. I think that's the message, Nancy, isn't it? I mean, what else, you know? I I think that's what we're passionate about today. and, And look at us. We made it. And we weren't in an easier situation than anybody else. I mean, you know, we have been there, seriously. So, and we're living oh, proof yeah. that you can come through this. And and, and really, I mean, I'm, I'm sure sometimes people, and I know when you're in that pain, you actually think you're the only one in the world that's ever experienced this. And I do understand how that feels. That you need to know that there, we have come before you and we just, just, just take, take the journey, go. And that's all I can say. Yeah. Because anyway. what else are you going to do? I mean, you can do it the hard, long way round, or you can absolutely access quantum solutions that are a quantum leap from how you've been trying to do it. And, and that's the deal. That's the deal. Yep. So I think that's it for us, Nance. I think it is. It <laughs> is. Well, thank you so, so much thanks. for coming on. Thank you for having me on again. No, it's actually good to come on. So, like I said, I do check in from time to time and have a bit of a look and see what, how everybody's going. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's lovely. And I'm so glad your life is awesome at the moment. It's just very, very, very oh, cool. Yeah, everything's good. So, yeah. Yeah, very, very cool. Alrighty, so that's it from us everybody and thank you so much for listening in and we hope this doesn't sound pushy. It really is about passion. It's not about pushiness. It's so about healing. It's all about recovery. So that's it. So lots of love everybody and I'll be back on next week. So bye everyone. Bye Nance. And bye everybody. It's nice to be on again and uh, I'll catch you another time. Okay, bye Mel. Okay. Alright, see you Nance. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.